Hey, it's Sarish Hewlett here. Um, we're talking today about chronic versus acute pain um, and what that might mean to people. Um, when we're talking about acute pain, we're talking about pain that's been there for you know, a very short period of time. So if you have an injury or you have an issue or you have hurt yourself or you've been in some sort of trauma, that's what we would call an acute pain. So what basically happens is, say you roll your ankle or you, you know, hurt your back, your back or the area of injury has an inflammatory response. So what we're basically, basically talking about is a definite incident, a definite um, problem, something you can pinpoint to say, I hurt myself here. Now that acute process, it generally lasts between naught to two weeks, three weeks, depending on who, you know, who's defining it and what <coughs> what type of injury you've had. And then it shifts into the subacute phase, which is, um, you know, from there till maybe six to 12 weeks, again, depending on your injury. And then once it's hit three months, that's what we deem a chronic problem. Um, once it's over three months, you, you've gone through that stages of healing, you've gone through the stages of repair, and you know there's nothing physiologically happening that is affecting the joint or affecting the area. So that's, that's technically the definition of acute versus chronic pain. So if you look at acute pain, acute onset, very quick, only a recent occurrence, there is a physiological process going on, such as inflammation or tissue repair, from a, an incident of damage. When we have chronic pain, it means that the cycle of repair is over and the issue has been there technically longer than three months. So the differentiation in how that is happening and what the body feels is happening is, is that physiological change. So when you have an injury, say you roll your ankle or say you hurt your back and you know, you've got some damage there, the body has a shutdown response. It wants to stop you moving. It wants to immobilize you. It wants you not to move that area because the first stage of a problem is the ac acute inflammatory stage. So say your ankle, you roll it and it becomes huge. You know, you might tear some tissue so it bruises um, and the body doesn't want you to move it. So it creates this pain response and that a lot of that's instigated by the inflammatory agents. So your natural um, healing process can kick in. So what happens is our body goes, yep, I've hurt myself. There's a whole heap of swelling and inflammation that goes on in the area. And all those inflammatory mediators can cause pain, but also, you know, that pain is there as a protection. You, they don't want you to use it. They don't want you to move it. They want it to stay still so that they can start repairing it. And after sort of 24, 48, potentially 72 hours, depending on where, what the damage site is, your body then starts the process of repair. So what, what happens is the blood supply kicks in, all those inflammatory mediators and um, hormones signal different agents to come in. So the phagocytes and leukocytes and all your repair processes start. So we get new blood flow in that brings in all the repair the, you know, the white blood cells start to clean up all the damage in the area, take away the debris, new tissue and collagen and muscle fibers start to be laying, laid down. And that's when we can generally start moving. And that's what we call the repair phase. Again, there's something active going on. 
we're starting to get you know signals which are generating to the body the body's aware of what's happening it might give you a signal to not move it might give you a signal to protect so you might be able to move your ankle up and down because that's not bad but you might not be able to turn your ankle in and out because when you turn it in and out it stresses the tissues and the tissues don't want to be stressed so you know typically we can get you walking okay but you can't go on uneven surfaces because that hurts because you're stressing tissues that aren't quite strong enough then the body starts to strengthen those tissues up and then you know with that your muscles start to kick in and take over and then hopefully within six to twelve weeks you're healed and you've done all of the appropriate rehab so your muscles are strong and you you go about your daily your daily um, activities and yes the ankle might be a little bit weak and you might need to um, do a little bit of rehabilitation if you're going back to obviously a higher level of sport or hobby activity but you shouldn't be in chronic pain it might just twinge every now and again if you tweak it or you go over on it but you haven't got that sort of ongoing pain response now what happens in chronic pain is that it becomes a chronic response so the tissues are no longer in a state of inflammation they're no longer in a state of healing, they're no longer in a state of repair, and they're no longer in a state of remodeling. So your tissues, they're done. Like whatever's going on has been done. What is happening is that you're getting an exaggerated response to just normal activity. Um, and that is sort of more the definition of chronic pain. It's, it's not being mediated by we phrase it in a, in a good way it's it's not being mediated by your normal pain pathways it's been mediated by a chronic pain loop um, and that's why chronic pain tends to be a little bit harder to solve um, and a little bit harder to get behind because the longer it goes on the harder it is because more factors start to come into play so if you've hurt your back because it, it does actually tend to be chronic back pain or chronic fatigue pain or chronic sort of fibromyalgia pain that tends to suffer a little bit more or you know chronic arthritic pain but if you're in that sort of chronic loop where you, you're just in chronic pain and you can't remember when you were last pain free but there's no real rhyme or reason for it you've you've fallen into that little um that little bubble where you're not getting the response from an acute process so there's not technically an inflammatory mediator uh, causing it there's not technically a stress response to you know weak tissues being healed and at risk of damage it's just a chronic loop of chronic pain um, and the muscles and the stimulus that's going to the brain is through a slightly different system to the acute pain system um, and so we have to have a different type of you know management for that because you know your anti-inflammatories and the painkillers that address that acute pain potentially aren't going to work in the um, vicinity of chronic pain because the acute isn't there what what isn't happening is that inflammatory process so your anti-inflammatories are not going to hit a chronic pain problem because there isn't an inflammatory response there so that's why the medication for chronic pain is a little bit different the other thing that happens is when we're in that sort of chronic pain cycle um, 
you know, the body has responded differently. So you may have splinted it, and this is through no fault of your own. You know, it's basically, if you haven't had, say, the right information, or if you haven't been doing the right things, and you know, you've been scared to move, because people do get scared of movement. Your body becomes locked up. It means that it becomes stiffer. It means that you're not using your body well. It means that, you know, instead of you going through the motions of what we would call normal movement, you move differently, you, you know, your back's hurt, so you sit for longer or you lie for longer, your muscles get weaker, your postural muscles start to switch off because you're not up and around on your feet as much because it hurt. You know, you're not able to move as easily because you're used to keeping your back splinted and then you decide to move and then it hurts to move because obviously you're weaker, so the weakness causes pain and then you get into a spiral of you can't move because you're stiff, you try to move but it hurts because you're stiff and then that gets worse. You can't move because you're weak, you try to move but your muscles aren't strong enough because they hurt and then you get less movement because it hurts because you're weak. Um, you lose uh, mobility in the joints for the same reasons, you know, you're not moving so your joints get stiffer. You lose the ability to function because you've changed how you move, you know, it hurts to get out of bed in the morning so we're not going to want to get out of bed and the whole the whole cycle, unless something happens that you break into that cycle, it's just self-perpetuating because movement hurts, joints are stiff so they get stiffer, muscles are weaker so they get weaker, muscles that you're relying on because they do function get stronger and they make the weak muscles that you need weaker. Um, and then, you know, the add-on effect is all the, and it doesn't mean you're crazy, but it's all the psychosocial effects that happen as well because if you can't sit for longer than five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour, you start turning down invitations to go out. You start not wanting to be part of society in terms of, you know, you can't sit for half an hour, so you don't go out for dinner, you don't go to the movies, you, you know, you can't go and sit, your kid, sit start and watch your kid play Sport. you can't lift up the grandkids or your own kids and and that sort of again spirals into a little bit of a, a sort of self-worth issue where it's like I can't do anything because it hurts me and again that can be self-perpetuating so it's it's all about you know how to manage not just chronic pain but how to manage everything else that's around chronic pain. So we're talking about, you know, the fact that it has an influence in how you interact with your family. It has an influence with how you interact with your children or your grandchildren. It has an influence with how your ability to function just doing day-to-day -day activities is sore. It has an impact in, you know, how you feel that you're, you might be a little bit more of a burden to people as time goes on because outwardly you look fine no one can see that you have you know whatever it is that's going on you look like a normal person um, it's just that internally obviously you're in a heck of a lot of pain so it's not like you've got a great big you know pair of crutches or you're in a wheelchair or you know people can outwardly see that there's an issue people just see that you're continuously cranky or continuously miserable or continuously you know knocking back um, invitations for social occasions and you know you're the one who you know you might sit at work for half an hour and that's it you have to get up so you give up work it's it's more about the whole package that we need to address it's
it's never as simple as I'm in chronic pain and I need to get some painkillers. It is a case of I'm in chronic pain and I need to address things on multi-levels. And that is why the um, how we address chronic pain and how we address what people do with chronic pain is going to be very, very different to how we manage acute pain. You know, you come in with an acute problem, we can follow the process of, um, you know, it's inflamed, let's not move it for 24, 48 hours, it's starting to repair, let's, you know, assist the repair process in however we need to, let's make sure that you're moving it the right way, let's not stress tissues that are healing, okay, the repair phase is over and your tissues have started to respond, now let's strengthen them and let's strengthen them in a way that protects them until they're strong enough for us to stress them. Now let's stressful and let's stress them and make sure that you can go back to your chosen activities and you know, not to three, six, 12 weeks down the track, you're fine. Um, and that's how you know a normal standard injury should go. The um, <coughs> chronic cycle, once you're in that, that's a, that's a huge change. So what we see generally happening is that, you know, if you, if you just think about what I've talked about there, that it's multifaceted. And at the center of that is, is, is you. It's you needing to want to change or needing and I'm not saying you don't but it's needing to want to change and be willing to take the steps to do it because that's two different things knowing that you need to do something and being ready and willing and able to take that first step forward is 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 the big thing because by the time we, we deal with a whole heap of people in chronic pain and we tend to have been you know the third fourth fifth sixth seventh person that they've come to and we do get, you know, the complex people. We do get the, the people who have been to a lot of other things. And, and the difference that we have is that we look at you and we go, you know what? You've been told to improve your core. You've been told to move. You've been told to exercise. You've been told to do this. However, you're starting from here at level here. And you want to be at, say, 0 to 10 and you, you're starting at level zero and you want to be at level 10, you can't jump in at level six and expect that you're going to get better, you're going to get worse, it's going to hurt, you know, you can't, you can't have a car that's been in a garage for 10 years and then go and take it on a bloody, you know, 10 mile hike or 10 mile sort of rugged road trip and expect that it's not going to have a little splutter, you need to have been looking after it, you need to have been, you know, polishing it, oiling it, changing, checking the tire pressure, giving it a run every week and then you know when you decide to take it out it's going to be great and the body's the same you can't have done absolutely nothing with your body and then expect to go and do planks or expect to go and do boot camp or expect that you know you're going to get better in two minutes flat it's just not going to happen you have to come in with an open mind that I've had this pain for two years five years ten years twenty years it is not going to change in two weeks we can have an impact in two weeks hell yes you know you can have some really good tips that you can do because they're really basic you know the stuff that we give you to do in that first week or two is not going to be go away and do planks for half an hour every day it's going to be go away and see how you sit go away and have a look at your setup at home go away and you know have a think about what i've talked to you about how you use your body and what your posture is like have a think about you know what we've talked about in terms of what stresses you're putting on your body because you are going to have the biggest impact you know if you're coming in to see us two or three times a week potentially and you know we see you for 
20 minutes, half an hour, an hour, whatever your appointment time might be, you can walk out feeling fantastic. But if you go straight back to your old habits and straight back to doing what you do, it's not gonna last. And that's where most people's management of chronic pain hasn't worked. It's because they come in and they haven't been told, they know they have bad posture, they know they have weakness, they know that they need to improve, but no one's told them how. Nobody's told them. They've said, you know, I've got bad posture, I need to do this. I need to improve it. And it's like, well, what are you doing to improve it? Oh, well, no one's shown me. Well, you need to know what to do to improve your posture, otherwise it ain't gonna get better. You know, that's what you come to us for. You come to us for that knowledge and education because we are the experts in what we do. I can tell you you've got bad posture and you go, yep, I know. But what you want from me is, how do I change it? And how you change it is starting at stage zero to one. You start with the basics and you make sure that you're aware of where your posture is and where you want it to be and you start the move towards it and we give you some basics to get there. Once you've got that, we then layer on the next bit, which is let's layer on how to stay there. You know how to find it, now let's give you the muscle strength to stay there. And you need to first acknowledge where you are and what you're doing that's causing a problem because if you don't do that you're still you're not going to get any better you need to be aware of what it is that you do day to day and how you move and why you have your pain and what's giving you that pain and how you can influence it before you can make that step forward to make that pain better and and that's where you need to be you know you need to be um improving if you've been to somebody and they've said your posture's poor, go away and work on it, and they haven't given you the tools to do it, then how are you gonna get better? If, you, if they go away and say your muscles are weak, and you go, yep, okay, and they haven't given you the tools to actually make those muscles stronger, or lay it down from, say, you start here and you need to build up to here, and I'll check you and make sure you're doing it and do it with me, how are you gonna know you're doing it better? There's no point saying, go away, stand up straight, do these three times a day, come back in a month, it's something that you need constant reminding of. It's something that you need to be aware of and, and shown how to do because that is the only way that chronic pain gets different. You know, we might have to do some manual techniques. You might have tight tissue. You might have weak tissue. You might have, you know, joints that are stiff. You might not be able to move and we need to address why you can't move and what it is that's going on. Is it a bony block? Is it the fact that your muscles are stiff? Is it the fact that your joints are stiff? Or is it that, you know, you just can't move? And then from there, once you've worked that out and we've shown you how to do that, you can move to level two, level three, level four, until you hit a point where you think, you know what, this is great, I know where I'm going, my pain's improving. And by that point, your brain has switched to go, you know what, I can influence my posture. I can have an influence on what I'm doing. I can have an influence on what's going on. And then you can continue. So that's where we can have a difference in what we do. That's where we can have a change in the chronic side of things, where you then grow and then you then make sure that as you grow and as you move that you buy into it and your, your, your belief systems are that you can make a change. And, you know, it might be that you wake up four times a night instead of ten because of pain. It might be that you can sit for ten minutes instead of half, you know, to half a minute it might be that you can walk around the shops without having to rest it might be that we say you know do ironing for 10 minutes and then break and do another 10 minutes instead of staying there for an hour it's it's all very individual there's no one size fits all it's all about where are you at what's happened what's your body doing what's your joints doing what's your muscles doing what's your flexibility doing but also what's your mind doing because if you don't believe in it and you don't believe you can do it 
it won't happen. Um, so it all starts with you. And chronic pain, like I said, is a minefield. It's one of these things where you really need to go and see somebody who is prepared to peel everything back because your body's going to be a massive layer of onion. You know, you can't start on the on the one side. You have to peel back the top layer, peel back the next layer till you get to the crux of the problem because once you've sorted out the different things, over time, huge elements come in. You may have started with back pain, but now you have foot pain. So, you know, we need to know which one is going to give us the best results. Do we tackle the foot or do we tackle the back? Do we tackle this bit or do we tackle something distant? And, you know, through experience, that's that's how we've become very successful. We we look at you as a whole and we decide, you know what, this, I know you're struggling with this here, but we need to focus here to start with. And then once you're able to move, we this will have a knock-on effect that means things are better. So acute versus chronic, very, very different, very, very different managements. And um, yeah, any questions, feel free to shoot me an email at info at Thanks for listening.